This is From the Big House to the Penthouse Podcast. Stories of addiction and recovery. The lie is dead. We do recover. It is really good music. Like, really, really It good. is. We like rock and roll. Hey man, uh, um, hey, hey, welcome everybody to another episode of uh, um, From the Big House to the Penthouse, story, Stories of uh, Addiction and Recovery. Oh. Uh, welcome everybody back to this episode. Um, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Is this the first week that we came back, uh, Mr. Engineer? Uh, oh, with my co-host, uh, I'm sorry, with my co-host uh, Raul Moreno. Uh, and we have a beautiful uh, special guest today that we'll introduce here in a few minutes. Uh, but uh, Raul, uh, we had this is the week first after um, after the first, right? You know, I actually uh, um, let me go ahead and introduce our special guest today. I want to go ahead and get to this. Uh, uh, our special guest today is Evie. Let me introduce her. I have, Evie and I are great friends. We've been friends for a good while now. For about ten years. For about now. ten years. Yeah, yeah. You actually saw him. I met Evie. Uh, I wasn't using when I met you, was I? Or yeah. had, had I relapsed when we met? You had relapsed, and um, that's when you ended up going to Bay Area. It was like right near Mother's Day, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So that so you yeah I had relapsed mm -hmm. and then uh, so we 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 became friends around that time. Yes. Introduce yourself, Evie. I want to introduce. I want uh, applause. Uh, Evie <laughs> Rocha. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's my my actual name. Thank you for joining us. Go ahead, Evie. Introduce yourself. Um, I'm Evie and, um, I don't know what is there. Tell me about you. Uh, tell me about you, uh, Evie, you, where you're from, uh, where you came from, where you've been and okay, how you got um, to Pearland. Mm, okay. So I'm originally from Kingsville, um, uh, the King Ranch, um, from Kingsville, Texas. Um, Kingsville is a valley, right? Or halfway yes, to the uh -huh, valley. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. It okay. is. And then, um, I want to say, um, I guess in, Close to, I guess, 1998 is when I moved over here to Pearland. Um, mm. My ex-husband had gotten a job over here. And so pretty much. You say ex-husband, you 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 got divorced. I'm, I'm yes, guessing, correct. Right. I was okay. married for 22 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, that's an accomplishment. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 22 uh, yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. So anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. And <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I moved over here and um had my kids and pretty much in Pearland. How many um, kids do you have? I have three. You have three kids? Uh -huh. I have right, one I have uh, son yes. that's 26, uh, mm -hmm. 25, and uh, 21. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're you have beautiful really children. Well. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, they're Wonderful amazing. children. Yes, yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And um, pretty much uh, educated myself over here. Um, so that's pretty much. Okay. Okay. Well, then, and uh, so Kingsville is in the house, man, yes. right? And how, so how old were you when you moved from kid? Were you a teenager or were you? Oh, no, no, no. Younger? I was an adult already. You were already older, mm -hmm. mid, mid, mid twenties, uh, yes. 30 maybe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, and you moved here and, and did you follow somebody here? You, how did you end up here? Did, no, no, no. Did, I just followed my uh, ex-husband because, you know, and then mm -hmm. I went to school over here and mm -hmm. I'd also went to school in Kingsville. Um, at Texas A and I over there now it's, it's Texas A and M. Okay, um, got a degree. Um, have my bachelor's. You have a degree. degree. Yeah, I have a bachelor's. Really, I have a bachelor's in science. So edu you're educated. Uh, just a tad. You're educated. Yeah, educated. Or what do you say? Educated. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good. Awesome. Well, Evie, you know, um, as you know, this is a show about recovery and addiction, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why I invited you on the show, because I think, and I could be wrong, but I think you and I are a lot alike. And I think when we met back then, that something that attracted me to you was that our, you first your personality. You're and you're an amazing, amazing person, and Thank you're you. very interesting. Thank you. uh, you're very interesting to me then, and you're very interesting to me now. Uh, what attracted me to you then was that uh, uh, one of the things that attracted me to you was that I, I saw myself in you. I saw myself in you, and and although I, you know, I do think that I'm a great person, and I saw that in you too. Excuse me. Uh, but I also saw something else. I saw something else that's a little dark, if I, if you don't Absolutely. mind me saying that. I, and I saw the dark side of, of, of uh, uh, I saw a flash and I hope I'm not being offensive. Right. Mm -hmm. I just saw that little something. I said, hey, wait a minute. She's 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 like me. 
I think she's a little bit like me. And uh, at the time, I was just learning about myself. Tell me about well, at that. that uh, well, at yeah. that time that I did meet you, I was in a dark place. Um, I was the type of woman that always had a smile on my face. However, I was hurting really deeply inside. Mm -hmm. And I want to mm -hmm. say that that's pretty much... Um, it wasn't where I picked up and used. It was the beginning of my addiction as in going into a dark place, um, becoming really depressed, mm -hmm. but yet putting on this mask for everyone to portray that everything was great. And that mm -hmm. I was living this, you know, great life with uh, my ex-husband. Cause you did have this big house. I remember going to your house one time and uh, I think I dropped off some furniture with, I was introduced to you by Roberta actually. Yes. I will leave last names out okay. uh, for, out of respect, yes. but uh, Roberta introduced us. Yes. And, uh, and I, I, and I can recall that when I, when I met you, actually you were coming because you were coming to check on my, my vehicle because yeah, that's right. um, I had um, asked my ex-husband to leave at mm -hmm. that time. And we sat outside on the port, at, actually on the sidewalk, and I could sit there and I could read him, read you so mm -hmm. well, but it was because I'd lived with uh, someone that was in active addiction, mm -hmm. um, a very... Um, you knew all the signs. I knew all the signs, <laughs> but the difference was he was a very functioning addict that... Mm -hmm. Your husband, took, your ex-husband. Yes, that it right. took me probably until being married to him for about maybe over 15 years that so I were realized you using at the time? No. no, see, I had, so what happened is I had lupus. So I was taking all kinds of different pills mm -hmm. and which would get me loopy and everything. Uh, it's kind of crazy because before I even went into my addiction, I actually winged myself off of those pills. yourself. Yes. Well, what the doctor right, I asked right, him that okay. I didn't want anything to, that was going to, you know, I was having to depend on just to get up you know, right. or just to, to function. To function. Right. And so um, it's crazy because then, you know, later on, years later, then that's when I actually go into active addiction. But I have to say that it was- So you didn't, and I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, just so the audience would know, uh, or can is following you did you let me let me let me uh, rewind this tape a little mm -hmm. bit Evie, if you don't mind go go back in time with me okay mm -hmm. tell me about your childhood if you don't mind from kingsville when you were you know it, it, go back a little bit did you ever when you was a, a child because me when I, i'm going to tell you about myself when i was an early early teenager and probably when i first started to drink i just drink i knew i was different i mean because i would get lost I would, uh, I would, uh, I would drink, I would drink too much in my early teens. Did you ever no, have that? You know, no, did you? I yeah. had a, actually, um, I was raised by my grandmother and, mm -hmm. and, um, yes, my, my biological, my, well, my father and my mother were in my life like off and on, but I was raised by my grandmother and I grew up in a great home. Like she was amazing. She's the one who taught me what morals and integrity was about, um, protecting and taking care of my temple, grandmother. Which is, yes, which is my body as in, you know, I was even that person that I didn't want to do anything to disappoint her to the point that I had to make sure that I got married first and then I had children and, and I did things the, the right way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You never once did you, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I ask about this because a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, my, my daughters uh, and other people that I've talked to before said, well, you know, I was raised by my grandmother and raised by my aunt or whatever. Where the hell was my mom? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't she, why didn't she do these things? And, you know, a lot of people have resentments that would cause them to no, use no. or maybe drink. No, no? Th that, that wasn't. I mean, my dad was, you know, an addict. My, my father was an addict himself mm -hmm. and, you know, and, but very, very hardworking. One of those, again, a very functioning addict that went to work every day, no matter who, what, when, or how, um, you know, um, my mother, that that's really a tough subject for me because, uh, mm -hmm. um, later on in the years, um, she hurt me tremendously. Mm. Um, that is a part of me going into act, active addiction. Okay. Um, so, but I mean, other than that, I can't say like, I right, really, right, right, right. you know, I would, you know, I would drink, you know, every now and then just like everyone else and back mm -hmm. of the pickup truck around, you know, the a bonfire or whatever. But I mean, no, I, I have to honestly say that, you know, my childhood was great. I mean, it's to the point, I mean, I educated myself. I did really well in school. Mm -hmm. So I, in college. Uh, yeah. In uh -huh. So in college, there was no big parties that you would get lost or that you would, you no, know, I was already a mom and a wife. And when I became a, a wife and a mom, those two, I took those two and I ran with them right, because right. I mean, 
that's one thing I could honestly say. I truly enjoyed uh, being a mom and I truly enjoyed being a wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even through the trials and, and all of the craziness that my ex-husband brought into my life, he did educate me. He did pay so that I could become an educated woman. So I am very grateful for him for that. Your ex-husband. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm truly so he grateful. He supported you through that. Oh, and, absolutely. And, yeah. You know, it wasn't all bad. You know, he was a really good man. He is a good man. You know, he just, you know, just like a lot of us. And that's why we're, because we lost our way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And, you know, all I can do is pray that I hope that, you know, one day he actually gets it. I hear you. Question. Do you think addiction is, is uh, inher- uh, hereditary? Is Am I saying that word right? Hey, Mr. Engineer? Her- hereditary. I wouldn't necessarily say um, because you're hereditary. The reason I'm saying that is because you're dead. But I, it wasn't something that I was around or subjected to. Mm-hmm. It was something mm-hmm. that I knew of, but never was it around me to where I could say that I picked up those behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I think that for some, it is learned behaviors. For some, it, it's just an escape. You know, mm-hmm. it's every person is tru- truly different. You, you can't base one thing on one person, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't think it would be fair for me to say, yes, it is hereditary or mm-hmm. yes, it is this way because every story is different when it comes to why someone picks up and actually uses for the very first time. So uh, tell us, you, you told us how you moved here from, uh, you know, from Kingsville to, to Houston or Pearland mm-hmm. and uh, with your husband and you started a family. When, Evie, when did you, when did you think that you had some kind of a problem with some kind of substance, either alcohol or any kind of drug? When did you, when was that point when you said to yourself, dog on it, man, I think there's something wrong. You know, so I'm not, you know, I'm not either I'm staying, getting up really late in the morning, not feeding the kids or, no. you know, uh, um, one thing I'm grateful for is that or... when I did go into addiction, uh, mm-hmm. my kids were grown already. I'm glad that I, that's not part of my story where I subjected, you know, that, you know, in their lives at uh, young ages or, you know, that that's not part of my story. Um, I think I really realized that I had a problem when, um, it's, it's crazy. It wasn't when I was using, it wasn't, it was when I went to jail and, um, judge Sebesta, of course, he had, uh, given me six months. Um, I think it was like six months and then I will come for a review in front of him. And I realized that within that six months of just being on probation that I could have went back into his court and went and, you know, if I would have just not used, um, that um so I wait a minute so wait a minute we skipped the whole part let me let me get you to come did. back yeah let me get you to come back put the brakes on man <laughs> put the brakes oh, on yeah we skipped we skipped the century almost here man <laughs> he did wait a minute i was just all of a sudden i woke up I was, hey wake me up over there mr engineer <laughs> wait a minute uh uh okay wait so when you went to let me uh let me get this straight i saw all of a sudden i'm going to my check this out i'm going to my meetings uh mr engineer uh he's my ed mcmahon is this Ed McMahon over there? Uh, uh, I'm going into my, I'm going about my life and I'm going to my recovery uh, classes. All of a sudden, wait a minute, you show up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. She shows up, Mr. Engineer. Uh, uh, and I'm going, hey, well, I knew it, man. I knew it. You know, one of those moments, I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. I, I, knew, knew, that was, I knew you were fucked up. <laughs> Oh, God damn, I, have to have it. I knew it, what man. What are you talking about? Yes, my suspicions were Just right. A tad. Yeah, but uh, I'm only um, claiming a little bit. <laughs> damn it! So she walks in, man. You walk in, and you don't walk in. You were there, I guess. And I'm like, okay. But I never bothered to ask you how you got there. I, I assume, I, I, I just never gave it much thought. My life is so fast. I'm guessing, yeah. wait, that you didn't walk in there just one day going, well, you know, I think I've got a problem. Uh, I'm going to no, come looking no. for this place. No, no, tell me about that. What? Okay. How did, how did so, and what were you using? I want to know what you were using. I think what, what I was using would be irrelevant when you think. I'm well, just kidding. Uh, what I'm no, to say, honest. no, 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 let's be honest. What I meant to say, not specific what you were using, oh, but like was it alcohol or drugs? No, it was drugs. And was it prescription drugs? No. Okay, it was street no, no, drugs. No, no. Yeah. There were street drugs you were I was, using. I was, um, okay. I was 38. I was 38 years old because uh-huh. it was 39 years old when I... So I didn't go into my addiction until I was 38 years old. Okay. Okay. Um, I went into a really deep depression. Um, uh-huh. My daughter was actually um, molested by my brother. Mm-hmm. And my mother knew about it. And... Um, 
that was a lot to swallow the guilt and the shame of being a mom and not being able to protect my child or how the hell did I not fucking know? Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel some kind of a guilt? Uh, that- it, it was, yeah, it, it was the guilt of, you know, as a mom, you try to do anything and everything to protect your child. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I had failed my child that I didn't protect her. Right. Um, and then the shame of knowing that it was my family. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Makes it makes yes. it even worse. Yeah. And um, that was hard. You know, I'm able to talk about it now, but you know, years ago, I couldn't even say it out loud because of the shame and the guilt of, you know, because it is a sick and twisted story. Um, and now I'm able to talk about it because I processed it. And um, but that was you were you in addiction when that so, when no, that happened? No, no, you were clean. I was clean. Mm-hmm. And so after the trial and everything, and he got five life sentences and um he went to prison. Um, I thought that I would feel better. Mm-hmm. And um, and I didn't. Uh it, it just became so much real, you know, through all the trial and all of those things, you you tend to keep busy and and you're so you're like on autopilot that you're just going and going and going. Mm-hmm that that autopilot just stopped it was like you know a plane in the air and it just stops mm-hmm. well what's ha- what happens to that plane it just eventually starts to just right right just come down, huh? and that's where i was and for the very first time i looked at my ex-husband and i um i begged him for help mm-hmm. and i asked him and that was the very first time that he had ever saw any kind of weakness in me mm-hmm. and um he took advantage of that mm-hmm. and um he said know that he wouldn't get me help and I had already gotten him help before so I didn't understand but he also blamed me and blamed my family for everything that had happened um he swiped all our accounts he took everything from me and he says you will beg me for a dollar mm-hmm. and I'll never forget that and um he comes from a lot of money mm-hmm. and um he got it to where he could still live in the house while um while our divorce was going and um, which I thought was really sick and twisted. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was really depressed and um, the people, we had a construction company and one of the guys I'd noticed that he would work long hours and stuff. And he would always say, Hey, can I put something in? I had a safe. And I would say, yeah, you know, you could, well, guess what? It was methamphetamine. So Evie decided, let me just put a little bit in her coffee because mm-hmm. it keeps him going all day. Mm-hmm. You know, and wow, I got up, I started cleaning house. I started, what do you call it? Depression? What is depression? Mm. And that is, you know, it's funny because as they say, you know, the drug will do what it, you know, what you want it to do or what it needs to do in the beginning. And then it destroys and it sucks you dry. Mm. Well, that is so correct. Within 11 months, I was stealing, robbing. Um, I don't want to say other things because I don't want to, what do you call it? But mm. I was doing the worst of all. Um, I ended up homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, living in the streets. Um I became ruthless mm. and ugly. I had become everything I hated. Mm. And yeah, that ev- happens to us. Yeah. And um, and I was gone. And then, you know, one day I get stopped. You know, um, I have dope in the car. And I go to jail. And um, that's how I ended up in Judge Sebesta's uh, court. Room or home? With and, a drug charge? Yes. Okay. With a possession charge. Mm-hmm. And um, he was pretty, you know, lenient on me, you know, for reals, because I'd never been in trouble. Trouble. I've never had a traffic ticket, mm-hmm. you know. You've been lucky. You were lucky. You know, I, I was extremely lucky. Yeah. Extremely. Mm-hmm. But within those six months, you know, I couldn't stop using. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my probation officer tell me, you know, you can't stay clean. Oh, so you got put on probation. Yes, I got put on probation. And you used, yeah. how long were you cleaned? You must have stayed clean a little bit of time. Uh, absolutely not. No, no. Wait, wait a minute. You went to court. I went to court. I was put on regular probation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. That day. He said in six months, you're going to come and revisit me and right. stop laughing, judge, because you did. <laughs> and for six months, every time I'd go report, I would say, let me sign that paper because I'm going to come out dirty. Uh-huh. And well, to your probation officer. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, at the end, you know, I was waiting for them to get me help and they were, you know, they were going to do this and that. And, you know, it just happened to be that it didn't happen, but I went back in front of the judge. and So you were going to your probation visit and you let them know up front that you were dirty. Yeah. And and um, for six you... months, it went on like that. Yeah. Until I went to go revisit the judge and he was just like, when was the last time you got high? And I was just like, um, about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and he uh-huh. was just like, yeah, you're going to jail. Yeah. 
threw the book at you. He didn't throw the book at well, me. Well, no, he, I mean, he know, offered yeah. me a chance for a new life. Just, what just the best is a good guy, man. No, he's, he's helped an amazing a lot of people. Man. Absolutely. He's, he he's really helped a lot is. of people. I think he should he, he should have threw you guys in jail earlier, man. No, he didn't. <laughs> he should have. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I, no, I honestly I was... think, I honestly think, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I do honestly think, Evie, my opinion is, you know what saves people? Jail. I then that's my opinion. You may have yours. He may have his. My engineer, our engineer. I keep calling her engineer. I just started calling him that anyway. But uh, um, I sincerely think that the best thing for an addict and that, that could happen to him is go to jail, man. I know that was the you beginning know, for, of my recovery for me. For me, it for was. For me, maybe somebody else knows. For me, it was when my daughter came <clears throat> back from leave from the Marine Corps and she came back home. And was, since they were little, we always did letters from the heart and we'd put them at on the side you know on the table so anytime you needed to express something whether it was a good thing or a bad thing mm -hmm. but being able to express freely is when I got the letter from my daughter that said that I was toxic for her and that the best thing was for her to love me at a distance oh wow and then okay. I you know I look at the judge and the judge is just like are you willing to make an honest commitment to change your life for the rest of your life you know at that honest time I just kind of looked at him dumbfounded mm -hmm. you know I, I had so much hate and anger that you know he was, he was that, you know, I was so angry and I had so much hate that, you know, it, it didn't matter. Like I figured my life was already done with it. So what happened? So what, what happened? I mean, whenever you, uh, you, you went, he threw you in jail. You went to jail. How long did you go to jail, jail for? I went to jail for three days. That's he, it? He says, you're going to jail for three days <sighs> and you can never use again is what he said. Literally, you can mm -hmm. never pick up again. Mm -hmm. He goes, if not... You're gonna go to prison. He threw me. He, I said he threw me in jail for like four months. Well, goddamn. I mean, I'm pretty sure you had a record a little bit more <laughs> hefty than mine, baby. Right, it was like, hey, it was look who you're son. dealing with. Hey. Look who you're dealing with. Yeah, right? I mean, for for me, he was just <laughs> like, I don't know if I should be scared of her or if I blah blah. I mean, because he will tell you. Uh, he will tell you that. Um, uh -huh. That I was truly, he, truly um, playing favorites, by Bad Sebasta here, man. No, yeah, no, playing favorites. Do you yeah. know I truly didn't huh? have? I, I truly, really didn't have a conversation with Judge uh, Sebesta uh -huh. until about a year later after me. After you got out, after uh, those no, three after, days. No, after I was in drug court. Uh huh. In the first year of being in drug court, I was angry. I was bitter. I didn't speak to anyone. So tell us about what I had to do. before you get to drug court, drug court part. Tell us. So you went to jail for three days and tell us after that, break it down from there on from getting out. You spent, uh, tell us when you, what you, I want to know what you felt inside when he said you're going to jail and that you knew that you were going to go to jail. I want to know what, what was in your head and your heart and your mind. I hey, judge, my children like to, alone hey, judge, for would three you like days. To, would you like to text it in there? Because I can say <laughs> what I said. Fuck you. No. Yes. To, to judge the best, that's what you were, you were, you were cussing him. I didn't curse him directly. No, well, because you were in jail. No, 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 no. It was, it was literally, you know, F you. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. But you felt that? No. Tell me what you felt. No, I didn't. Do you know when you have so much anger? Were you angry at him or you're angry at yourself? Which one? Or both? at myself. Yeah. I was so angry. So why'd you F him if you're mad at yourself? Because I didn't want to have to look at him because now I have someone look at me in the face and telling me how I'm going to live my life, what I'm going to do. And at that time, I didn't give a shit So you're the rebellious type since you were literal or no? You were, would you consider yourself rebellious? Yeah. Yes. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. That makes sense. So, and then, so you go to jail, you're MF and everybody and their mama over there. And except for Evie, Evie's got nothing to do with it. You know what, Jed? I think, I think the judge was scared a little bit. Do you thank him today for throwing you in jail though? Absolutely. He's probably. We're going to skip back and forth. Yeah, go ahead. No, he is. Um, one of the most amazing individuals that I've ever encountered in my That's life. That's not what you said before the show started. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> That's not no. true. That's not true. No, the support, yeah, you're a lovely no, person. No, yes. no, the support that he has given me is He's been given surreal. Me, yeah. um, awesome you know, dude. it doesn't matter, you know, the choices that I've made or whatever. It's, he truly is a man of unconditional love. And he is. Just for everyone, because 
he truly believes and he has the passion. Mm -hmm. No one can do the job that he does. I don't think there's. He's going to be a hard replacement, man. He's not coming back. He is not replaceable. So you're, so you're, don't skip it. You keep coming out of that question, Evie. Question. Uh, The one about sitting in jail. What were you feeling? You were mad at yourself. You were mad. You were upset. You were motherfucking Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the judge and everybody. You were blaming everybody but yourself, or uh, or is that you were blaming yourself too? Because me, I wasn't blaming myself. I was still high. When you're high, you were. Yeah, you were high when you went. When I went to to jail, to court, I was high. You were. It wasn't until I was getting out, like on Saturday morning. So you didn't sleep while you were in there? Do what? No. No. What are you talking about? And then, (laughs) but coming down, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, But then after that, it was, you know, those words resonated. You can never use again. And you need to go see your probation officer on Monday. And you better have not used and Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to use. And that was it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, what year, I, was I, I wasn't that? Sent, what year was that? I wasn't sent. It was 2017. 17. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't sent to a rehab or, you know, or whatever. It was just stop using. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate you. Amy Martin. Is she, do you know Amy Martin? Who is that? That's one of And well, if she doesn't mind me uh, saying, Amy, can I say who? Not only is she just a friend. You don't but, have to disclose her, okay. but you just, who is Amy? She's, she's a, a dear friend yeah, of yours from yes. in the program or outside the um, program or in the what? program, I would consider her more like a sister. Really? Yes. Yeah. She, she has a following, huh? She has a following of girls that follow you. That's do. awesome. Awesome. That's good to know. I don't care. She says <laughs> she is. She is one of my. Tell sponsees. us about her. Yeah. She's is one she? of my sponsees. Yes. How's she doing? You know, that Amy. Uh, she's actually doing remarkable. Um, she is. If she's not, you can tell us, man. No, she's all, right? all about her recovery. We, we like putting people on blast you know, here on this show. I know. We, we'll bring her on too, baby. I'm, yeah, I'm putting mm. you on blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Amy. We would never do that to you, girl. So uh, uh, anyway, keep. And what time? Judge sent her to jail for three days. Several, several. Oh, Absolutely. there's Jen. I know Jen, by the way. You know that I know her. I saw her yes. in a picture. So how the hell do I know? I know somebody she, that she, she goes to the same group that we get. No, 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 no. I know. Oh. I know her from. No, I know somebody. That she, I saw her. She's kin to somebody, man. Hold on. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll ask her in another show. That's uh, my brother, right? That's there. your brother, David yes. Rocha. Yes, that's All my right, brother. Say hello to him. Hey brother. Hey brother. Um, hey brother. Hey brother. No, that, that's my eldest brother. He's amazing. David. Yes, right? he's also in recovery. He right now has seven years clean. He has changed his life. Really? He's a seven time. All right. Uh, yeah, felon. Um, he has changed his life, given himself to the Lord, and it's beautiful. Wow. It's beautiful to not only have a relationship, but it's beautiful to know that there's someone that supports me and also understands. He the understands journey. you, yes, because we're on, we're not we people. Most people don't understand us, Evie. A lot of people think a lot of people, especially the older people, like my parents, my dad, my mom. At, at one time, they were just like, "Why don't you just stop?" You know what yeah. I mean? And then it's, it's mm-hmm. hard for me to explain that. I'm like, look, if mm-hmm. I could, I would. But at the time when I'm high, when I was high, uh, uh, you know, I, I just had no words. All yeah. I wanted was everybody to leave me alone. Yeah. I wanted it to isolate. I wanted to sit in the closet mm-hmm. and just smoke and be left alone. <laughs> right. I just leave me be. I've got this under control, man. And in about two more days when I run out of money, I'll come see you. <laughs> I'll, come <visit laughs> you then. I'll tolerate you for a little What's bit. What's up, Jen? What's happening, girl? But um, her, my husband is Larry Gonzalez. That's what I yeah. I saw her in a picture in a in a in in one a, of his pictures. No, I saw her with uh, her mother-in-law. I won't. Okay. We won't name any names. But yeah, now it makes now sense. You, yeah. Yes, Jen. I thought you looked familiar. So, yes. Nah, anyway. So so, so I did on. go to jail a whole okay, bunch of so times. As, right. Let's go back to that. Good. So when I first um. Yes, I was one that was trying to buck the system. I, I didn't use, mm-hmm. but I would go to jail for not uh, attending ADAPT or not, you know. Wait compliant. a minute. You went to, wait a minute. I, went, I ended up on drug court. So you went to drug court, right? Yes. And you went to jail th- through that too? Oh, heck yeah. Every you weekend. did? Yeah, every weekend for the, uh, probably for the first three And who would throw you in jail again? You pass the rest Hell yes. He no, says, I didn't know that. And that's when I would go behind the doors. And no start one is tired of your shit. No, hey. <laughs> no I'm joking. Wait, now, so you it's were because okay. I, I hadn't surrendered. Okay. You know, I was still bucking. I was still angry. You know, it took me going to jail with another female uh-huh. that was completely out of her wits and completely high as a freaking kite beyond. And when I went to jail with her, I was looking at myself. Mm-hmm. 
And what do you mean you went to jail with her? Y'all went to jail at the same time? Got, a friend of yours? We both got sanctioned. Uh, she was part of, she wasn't a, a friend. She was an acquaintance in drug court. And when she went to jail, um, I remember watching her and looking at her, her behaviors and everything. And I, that is when I realized that I was, if that's the way I look as sick as that and and you saw yourself. I saw her? myself in her. And that's when I realized that if the, if I wanted anything to change, then I needed to completely surrender. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is when um, afterwards um, I went to go see my PO and she probably, she almost had a heart attack when I opened my arms and I said, can I have a hug? And, mm -hmm. and I surrender and I'm sorry. And um, after that, then I, I did what I needed to do. And I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What would you be doing? And you're in recovery right now, right? Mm -hmm. No, I recently relapsed with alcohol. You did. did you did. really? Yes, so I tell did. us about that. I did. Um, well, so four, wait, you had five years. You, you're five. wait. Yeah, what was the date? Uh, 2017. Yeah. Was your, is your clean date? Yes. What was your clean date? What, what was your clean date? It was uh three twenty one seventeen. Three twenty one seventeen. My new clean what date happened? is 12-29-2021. Okay. So you've been so clean for, for a week six now. days. Yeah, six days now. Six days now. Amazing. Um, awesome. um, about four months ago, I relapsed with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, let's see, six days ago, I ended up you getting know, a PI. Let me let me stop you there. Let me, because it's, it's uh, Mr. Engineer. He's okay, kicking me underneath me, the table. Okay, let me tell you something, because yeah, I'm not ahead. sure if you know. Sure. So about two months ago, um, Ricky actually invited me on his show. He invited yeah, me to be a guest. Mm -hmm. And um, I made up an excuse. And the reason I made up an excuse was because I knew I was already drinking. Wait a minute. You mean that three, was it three, about two, three months ago, right? Yes. I invited you on, and, and you, you accepted actually. Mm -hmm. She, Mr. Engineer, she lied to me. Where, where do we have the, uh, I, did. On, I accepted, I, I accepted <laughs> and, um, a day later, no, a day later because of the guilt and the, the shame. The next day you called yeah, me. The next day I you, called you. You said and, you couldn't do it. And Something I told came you, up. yes. And I told yeah. you what I And I believed you. And you lied you know, to me. No, I didn't lie. I just, you didn't quite ask. Oh, I didn't quite. <laughs> no, you lied to me. <laughs> uh, anyway. The same thing. Um, but it's okay. There was the past two times that the judge is asked for us to put the clean date on the Brazoria County Counseling Center um, page, I didn't do it because I didn't want to lie. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to put a date when I knew it wasn't true. Wait a minute. So you had relapsed and he was asking people to put their clean and you wouldn't put yours and he didn't know you had relapsed yet. No, no nobody knew. No. You were just a, oh, can I say, what, am I, you were ashamed to put that, put that under going, man, I, I can't put this on there if it's not true. I, well, I, I, it? Yeah, I, I couldn't put it on there and if and put my Did anybody date, ask you why you weren't putting it on no, there nobody said nothing you no. just everybody went about their own yeah, yeah because everybody else was just putting it on okay but um you know the judge is so observant you know that so what made you drink um what happened leave me up to what happened i want to know what because you like, let I me explain you, something were to you all thinking of about no, were you no, no, thinking no. about it before uh, would you, no, would you had reservations no, no tell us let me tell don't you don't be bullshit either no all right there wasn't a thing that was going bad or a thing that was going good. Interesting. It was just a fucking choice. It is a choice. It started with Evie, a choice. Wait a of, minute, man. It, it, what do it you was, mean? What is it? It was a choice, choice of, you know what? Let me go ahead and have this glass of wine with my dinner. And then that so day it went was on. A, it was a and, glass and, of wine you know, with dinner. And, and then that day went on, you know? And then, you know, maybe about a month later, okay, well, you know, let me go ahead and, you know, drink this freaking, you know, the six pack and, you know, and then, you know, and then maybe the next time it was just a glass of wine. And then this last time it was, you know what, I am not going to put myself behind the wheel, but I'm going to freaking, I got in the fight. I ended up getting in a fight. That's what happened, but it doesn't matter how it happened. Uh, I didn't get behind the wheel and I walked in and I got a PI. You walked home or you walked whatever walking, you, yeah. you were walking. And, yes. and, but did you have alcohol with you? No, sir. No. No, no and, and just... I didn't. And, you know, and it was, and, you know, it's so crazy because that was probably, you know, that night has changed my life within one week. What happened? It's changed my life in so many different ways. Yet it was, to me, it, it was a blessing. 
you know, where I've been ridiculed for the past week mm -hmm. and I've been talked down. I People have spread rumors, assuming or claiming they knew this or they knew that. But it's so funny because if you knew it, then you would have went to my sponsor. You would have went to the people that were close to me. And if you really knew it, then why didn't you try to do something to help me? But instead, today, they spread rumors about me. And um, because I didn't even realize the effect that I had on the community. Um, but this was... You know, for one that may say that I disappointed everyone at the end of the day, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody other than myself. Right. I disappointed mm -hmm. myself for the choice I made, right. but I also knew what the hell I needed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I had clarity, you know, I didn't lose my recovery. I lost my clean day. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what I needed to do. I got my ass to the meeting. I was honest, straight up with my sponsor and to other human beings. That was going to be my second next I was, question. What yeah, are you doing about it? Oh, I have, I'm doing 90 uh, meetings in 90 days okay. I'm here. So this is, I guess you could consider as, you know, substitute for my meeting. Uh -huh. um, I have reached out. I have not only reached out to the people that, I have kind of strayed away from, um, but I was completely honest. I have now reached out to other people um, that are in recovery that I know that even though we were never close, mm -hmm. I know that they truly love unconditional. They are non-judgmental. Um, they have been completely supportive through this whole thing with me. Um, I am going to therapy uh, once a week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually setting healthy boundaries for myself today. Mm -hmm. um, Self-care, you know, I hadn't gone walking or, you know, or done anything like that. You know, since it's happened, I've been walking every morning, every afternoon. Um, you know, I have, I let go of what was important. You know, I stopped going to meetings as frequently. I, I disassociated myself. I didn't set healthy boundaries mm -hmm. uh, that should have been implemented, especially with my job. Uh, did you ever, did you ever, can I ask you this? Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm still stuck on the, on the, on the relapse. If you don't, mm -hmm. I, and I hate to be stuck on that, but this is, this is the question here of the show. Uh, and it's been a question that we've had forever and that we've had controversy back and forth. Some people were saying, uh, 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 uh I mean, relapse is not part of recovery, right? We had a guy that was really strong about it. No, it's not blah 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 and then we have uh i'm one that says that i think uh relapse is part of recovery i mean we can learn so much from our mistakes right i'm, I'm glad and, 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 you know what 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 are you glad I, about I, you know i'm glad it happened like this i'm glad it happened because, you know we need for it to it happen gave, because maybe? it gave me clarity it gave me you know it gave me self of groundation again. You know, I could have made a choice. Honestly, I'm not owned by the state of Texas. I don't have anyone. When I chose to go back to the meetings, when I chose to call my sponsor, when I chose to go back in, into recovery and yeah. start, start at the beginning, uh -huh. I'm doing it for me. Right. You know not that, for someone else. Well, we all what, do it no, for no, us. No, yeah. no. How did we go? When we first started, mm -hmm. the state of Texas told me to go to meetings. And of course, right. Okay. But- at the end of the day, truthfully and reason, honestly, do, really honestly, think about it. Yeah. But do you know why the state of Texas, the state, the reason the state of Texas, and I'm not an attorney and I'm not a judge and I'm not a whatever, but I'm assuming that the reason they 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 have us start going to to whatever they the, whatever program they come to sign the paper and go to the meetings and all that, so they can we can start having these healthy uh what do they call it? What's the word? A healthy uh um no to start uh, making healthy decisions and, right, and choices. And, and, right. No, and, no, no. And, and I get that, but what I'm trying to say is I had I had a choice. Mm -hmm. I had a choice the day that I got out of jail, mm -hmm. the choice of getting back on the saddle mm -hmm. and fighting for my recovery mm -hmm. of a choice, or I was so exposed already. Mm -hmm. And if anybody knows me, I'm extremely private. And I've, I was so exposed that everybody knew that I had relapse, you mm -hmm. know, to people, it doesn't matter if it's alcohol, if it's a drug or whatever, it, it's a relapse. Mm -hmm. So in that case, I had a choice. Fuck it. You mm -hmm. know what? I feel so shameful already. You know, this humility of having to, you know, apologize and having to do this and this and that. I had a choice. Either go balls to the wall and just go fuck it all up. Mm -hmm. Or make a choice and say, you know what? I love myself enough mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because that's their shit to carry. Mm -hmm. That's not my shit to carry. Mm -hmm. 
what I'm going to carry is what I did. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I know what's best for Evie. And, you know, for a lot of people and, you know, and for judge and for anybody that's helped me along the way of my journey in recovery, I don't want you to feel that you failed because of anything. It's because of the tools that you gave me, I was actually able to come back Mm -hmm. and just say, you know what? I need to get my shit together. Mm. And, and not everyone does that. And, you know, and it's because of that, because I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a huge eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, my, my children have been amazing through this whole journey. Mm-hmm. They are like the, my major supporters. Like they love me so much. I'm so grateful to have them. We have a question here from Amy, or maybe it's a, not a question, maybe a comment. It's a huge part of recovery. We are all human. It just shows what we, what, what shows has what has to be done. Yeah, you read it. It shows what has to be done to keep from relapsing. One one poor decision can change your life, which is very part uh, much of a uh, part of recovery. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. that's why it's important that I decided to come here today uh, to Ricky because normally um, I wouldn't ever do something like this. But to me, it was really important because I want you all to know that it takes one choice to change your life for the rest of your life. And I mean it because it is changing my whole dynamics. It is now going to change my career. It is going to change a lot of different things in my life. So what are you doing different this time? Cause you, this isn't your first, uh, this isn't your first rodeo like me. What, what are you doing this different is my this first time? Re- what do you, well, what are you planning on doing different this time? Because something obviously has to be done different, but right? No, it doesn't or have, no. No. no, it doesn't have to be, Tell me about it. it doesn't okay. have to be different. It's what I stopped doing. Mm-hmm. What did you stop doing? I stopped going to as much meetings. I disconnected. I, I stopped calling my my sponsor the mm-hmm. way I should have been. I disconnected from um, women and, you know, stop, stop being part of that community. And, you know, I would give back. Don't get me wrong. You know, I still went to meetings or peer support, but I was giving half. How ass. did you, how did you come? I, I want to ask you, how did you get a hold of the, uh, the, the wine? How did they come? How did it end up in your possession? Did you go buy it or did you? It just happened to fr- be you're, you're at a restaurant. You're at a restaurant. So you're at a restaurant. And no, you, you know, were at a restaurant. Yeah. So I'm saying you're you, at a restaurant, okay. like as someone is at a restaurant, Okay. you know, and, and that's how it happens. But my whole thing, Ricky, and let me get this clear. doesn't yeah. matter where I got it from, how much I use or, you know, or where I did it at. That's yeah. irrelevant. The fact Why is, is it irrelevant? Because the fact is I just freaking relapsed. Mm. That's all that matters. Well, here's the problem. It doesn't matter how much you did, where, what dope dealer you got it from, or what store no, 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 you bought none it of from. That, no, no, none of that. It, it has nothing. I made the choice mm-hmm. to consume it. Whether someone had it on that table, the reason I, I made you, the choice. Well, to here's the reason I'm going to ask you. I'm going to stop you there. And the reason I'm going to ask you this is because this is the this is a a, a, a podcast of recovery and addiction, right? Mm-hmm. And what leads us to relapse? What what what? Um, the stop end, what doing I, what I was doing. No, 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 no. Right, absolutely. And what is that? Going to restaurants. And also, hold on. No, <laughs> so no, what? stop doing what I was doing. No, it's staying, you conne- what I'm staying connected. Yeah. What I stopped setting. You? I stopped setting healthy boundaries for myself. You... I allowed people from my job to consume me and 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 suck me dry. Right. I I stopped saying no. You know where? No, I can't. Uh-huh. I kept on and kept on. So as it happens, you have this backpack, and every time that backpack just keeps on getting heavier and heavier. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And then you just say, fuck it. And why not? Mm. And that's one choice. Right. No, absolutely. It just one, it takes one choice. Mm-hmm. One, one, Hey, you know what? I, uh, one, yes, that's it mm-hmm. to change, uh, to change everything. Yeah, absolutely. But for you, it didn't change right away. You said you went months. Yeah, but you have to understand I wasn't drinking every day. Right. It wasn't something that I was drinking every day, all day long or anything. But you it know, was in I the still, back of your mind. I, though, you know, right? I, 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 no, if, if it was there, great. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is what no, I'm going to do at the end of the day. No, what I'm saying is that you had relapsed. It was in the back of your mind because yes, you yes. were saying and something I knew, about that. And yeah. that right there was, was already... Was he on you, right? Oh, yes, because you know, I wanted to say it's mm-hmm. you know, it's perfect when they say secrets keep you sick yeah. because they do, because it's a heaviness. Mm-hmm. See, when you, you're actually living your truth and being completely honest in, in your recovery, mm-hmm. you don't have those secrets, mm-hmm. those, those secrets are, are, are out there, mm-hmm. so there is no secrets, you don't have no, no, no weight in that backpack, right? Well. Once you start getting that weight in that backpack, let me tell you. So are you thankful that you got uh, pulled over by the police? Absolutely. You are? 
grateful. No, you're not. You're not like fuck, man. No. Did you fuck my whole shit up? No, no, no. Because no. it didn't fuck anything up, really. No, it right? gave, no. It put me back on track. I know that one time, man. I was uh, uh, I was talking to to Raul and uh, and we was talking to other men. I was like, man, I saw my freaking picture on the uh, on the uh, on the website of people getting you know they went to jail. It's embarrassing, man. Uh, you know, it's a freaking you know, embarrassing. You know Did yours come the, out of there? The, or no? Yes. So that's one thing I'll say. It it was being so exposed is is what got me. Because do you think do you think do you uh, do you think that your higher power had something to do with exposing you that way? Maybe you think? absolutely. You think so? Yeah, because so he got keep, me out of my comfort go zone. Ahead, keep going. He got me out. Of, he got me out of my comfort zone. He he's taught me humility. Uh -huh. He's taught me acceptance. Right. He's taught me that no matter the adversities that that go on in my life, mm -hmm. that you know, I, I can prevail and that I can, there is always something good out of anything, you know, and I'm going to say it's progress, not perfection, because you know what? It could have been methamphetamine mm -hmm. and I'm grateful that it wasn't methamphetamine. And I'm so grateful that it was alcohol. And it was a PI. I'll take it. I'll take that one and I'll run with it because mm -hmm. guess what? It took me, it took that to, you know, to know and love myself enough to set boundaries and know and put me back on track you know, because I'm doing this for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I love myself enough to give myself the ability to get back on track mm -hmm. and to keep on striving. You know, I want this to. So what is it? What's uh, what are you doing for that? What do you what do you uh, I mean, besides coming on the show? What What is it that what is it that you're actually doing to stay on track that that uh, to stay connected, to stay? Are you what are you doing? Did you uh, are you working I, with your sponsor I, harder? Uh, yes. Well, or, I started my steps now? all over. I, yeah. I'm, I've started. Tell my us steps about again. that. Tell us what you're doing um, for myself. You know, I know that with you, that's a different that your story is a bit different and how mm -hmm. you work your recovery. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it was really important because within those four months, certain things have happened and transpired. Um, that it's important that I work these steps all over again. Mm -hmm. It's com it's really important that I'm completely honest and I empty my backpack. Mm -hmm. And so I have started that. Uh, you know, I started. Backpack, man, you know, man, it's, it's heavy, heavy sometimes. Yeah, some bricks. Yeah, you know, go back to the basics. Yes, yeah. that is my sponsor. Thank you, Jennifer. I love you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, go oh, back. Your sponsors to, watching. Yeah, go back to the basics. But and, but not just that. You know, not I. I have to say that not even in you know, early in my recovery, I was, you know, I, I would talk to people, I would go to meetings and I would hug them and I was cordial, but my circle is extreme, yeah. but my, my circle is extremely small now because, um, my circle is extremely always, small. Okay. always. Right. And the okay. reason is because, Everybody says you know, that, no, Oh, my, my circle is extremely small. Okay. Um, and the reason I do that is because the people that are in my life, I truly, truly value who mm -hmm. these people are. They, they are a part of me. There's nothing I would do. We can have a billion acquaintances mm -hmm. and, and be yet so lonely. Mm -hmm. I would rather have a very small circle. However, this time I decided to expand my circle mm -hmm. by sharing who I truly am with someone mm -hmm. so that I can help you know, save someone because I want this to be known that no matter who, what, when, or how, no matter the, the crap that we, we go through, you know, that it's, it's really important that we share our story with other people. Mm -hmm. It's, it's important that, you know, so many people put me on this pedestal at the end of the day, I'm fucking human. Mm -hmm. I'm human. Right. I'm no different. Mm -hmm. I hurt. I bleed. I, I feel just like anyone else. The difference is, yes, I, I'm, I'm a go-getter. Mm -hmm. You know, I strive, mm -hmm. I, you know, I work hard. I think it's, it's embedded in our, our blood because all of, you know, my siblings have wonderful work ethic. You know, we give it's, it's all or nothing. Do you think after, after a fall, if we want to, mm -hmm. if we want to call it that, that we have certain responsibilities, not to anybody else in or to ourselves, but to our sponsees to do something a certain way. Um, in other words, do you know, we do can I tell you something? Sure. Absolutely. They're the first person. They're the first people that I contacted when I really your 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 responses. I put them on Zoom. Mm. I put all of them on Zoom. They, they didn't know that you had relapsed. They, did. they were the they, no, they did. Okay, they they knew that I was in jail, but uh, I saw that they had been talking back and forth because we have a group chat, mm. and um, they're the only ones out of. I mean, 
a lot of text messages and calls more than I've ever had. Um, that they were the first ones that I said, get on zoom. Mm -hmm. I told him directly. I think it's time that you get a new sponsor. They said, no, I explained. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were, you wanted, you, you got your sponsees together and you, you wanted to tell them that you had relapsed, you'd been in jail and you were walking barefooted home. Uh, and <laughs> oh, I added the barefoot part. What it, it just makes it more exciting. I don't know why walking on, on shells barefooted, you know, it kind of makes it a little bit more interesting, but, uh, uh, you told him you were walking barefooted home, uh, and that, uh, you got pulled over by the police and you were, you had been in jail. And I wanted to let you tell me what, how that conversation went. Maybe I'm interested. And I think a lot of it, us it, are. it was probably one of the hardest, um, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my entire life. Really? I had these, these ladies, I love them mm -hmm. with all of my being. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love them not only as sponsees, but I love them as individuals and, and who they are. They all have um, brought a great deal uh, into my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as being a sponsor, I have gained so, so much from them. That's a big responsibility. Uh, um. And it's a beautiful one too. Yeah. You know, it really yeah. is. But I felt that I didn't know anyone, but I knew I owed them. I knew that it was important that I contact them. So I told him, I sent them all the link. I told him to get on zoom and I wanted to look all of them in their faces. And, um, I told him that if they felt the need to, that I think that it was, it was good for them to find a new sponsor. They said, no, I told them exactly what happened, what led I, I, I also told them that it was really important to use me as uh, an example mm -hmm. that it takes one second to change your life for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I want them to, to see that it doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter who you are, how many years you have. But why do you, can I ask like you this. something? Why do you keep saying, I, I'm, I'm just wondering and tell me, Raul, if you're with me or not. And he's not even talking. I don't know why. Put your microphone on. But, uh, uh, you keep saying that something that it changed your life. I don't see where it changed your life. Can you can you tell me that about how this relapse, this going to jail? How did it change your life besides some money off uh, from uh, you having to get an attorney to get you out of jail I, no, or a bond or something? How did it change your it's life? It's a class C misdemeanor. It's okay, whatever. So how did it change? Me. I don't see from what you've explained to me. I don't see now when I relapsed. That changed motherfucker my life. changed my it changed, life. It, it, okay, it changed my life in the sense that, mm -hmm. and and when I say it changed it. Never have I've ever been so exposed. Okay. I was so exposed to the community, mm -hmm. to my community partners that I've worked oh, with. Oh, then you had a that, job. You had yeah, a job that I, was I still, a community, yeah, right? I, I, yes. Yeah. I, you know, and in working. So not I only see, did I feel yeah. so exposed, I then had to practice humility. And if anyone knows me, um, that could you say that you had easy. different things to lose this time? Would you say in a different way? Not necessarily, uh, 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 maybe uh, uh, did you, you you what you're losing is something different than 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 uh, what is it? Maybe a position? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, I'm, I'm that was a Tell choice. About it. No, no, that was a choice that okay. I, I I made the decision to to. So to, you didn't get fired from your job? No, I didn't. No, you get didn't fired. lose your job? No, I I I put you resigned. In my, yes, I resigned. Okay. You know. Um, and why you, did you resign? I mean, I because because at the end of the day, this whole relapse. <clears throat> made me see things, um, for face value. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that mean? It, it made me see things as in, is this truly who you are? Is this truly, you know, what, what is going on as in, you know, there was so much being asked of me and I forgot, I, I stopped setting boundaries. I, were you a leader? Job, were you like yes, a leader? Yes, though at my, work? my job had became my life. Uh-huh. Well, mine is too. No. Okay. Well, that's not healthy, sweetheart. Right. I'm being honest. But I like it. Okay. Well, so did I. Okay. Because it was I'm a just challenge. talking for myself. But, I, no, I like what but, I, I like but, my, but, my, my job. Is but, my but yeah. no, but yes, but this is your business. Right. This is your baby. Correct. Okay. This is something that was, <laughs> if your job tries you to drink, then you got it. You got the wrong fucking job. Well, okay, I well, know, thank you. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't necessarily say my job. You know, I, I'm not even going to put it on know. my job. It was. You know, I don't when agree I say, with when that I, one. No, when I say that, you know, it it changed my life. It it helped me practice humility. Um, it to handle people with grace. Uh huh. To step outside the box and, you know, to realize that 
you know, how someone feels or perceives me now uh -huh. today, that that's their own stuff to carry. That's of course. Not mine. Yeah, absolutely. But, you yeah. know, I'd lost that along the way. You know, I had become something that I never was. I was, I had never been a people pleaser mm -hmm. ever, mm -hmm. you know, that's just not me. And it got to the point where I was becoming that person and the at truth, work. Yes. At, at work and for other people. And, and, and the truth is I'm just a human being. Uh -huh. I'm just a person, you know, I am no better than you and you are no to me. We are just trying to do, but the you know, Evie, let thing. me tell you something, man. And maybe it doesn't apply here, but I do a lot of shit here at work. And yes, I own my own business, but I'm going to tell you, I do a lot of shit at work that I don't want to do. I really do. And and it doesn't drive me to fucking drinking. I'm gonna, I no, 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 let me tell you. Let me okay. let me let me tell you this because I feel strongly about it. I have I'm under a lot of fucking pressure. And it is. And even if I didn't run my own business and I ran for and I and I had a I worked for a multi multi-million dollar other company, mm -hmm. maybe a, a dealers, because I'm in the automotive business, mm -hmm. right? Uh, um, and if I was stressed out, I mean, these motherfuckers would have to be paying me top dollar to take that type of stress. Do you, you know what I'm saying? And no. people pleasing and not, we, let's not confuse. I, I, my sponsor told me because I said, you know what? I had one, I had a situation with a customer one time, man, that I had to come out and really be patient and really kind of kiss their ass. But you know what? And, and it, that's part, that is, I am the, I am the, the, uh, the PR person. I am the representative of this company and i i am held at a stronger value i am i am held up to a, a a a higher standard than the people that are below me do you understand what i'm saying and sometimes some people sometimes in my profession or with dealing with people it could be perceived as as ass kissing or people pleasing but sometimes it could be doing your job i mean as far as for me well, at the end i when i had a customer that was really upset and i came out and i and i came out and my team didn't know how to deal with it because they're not trained like i am not smarter than them but i do have a lot more time in the business and i've dealt with it but you know, I came out and smoothed things over. I gave them what they, what they, they, what we thought my team and really, really, honestly, they didn't deserve what I gave them. But for the sake of the company and keeping everything straight and everybody happy and whatever, that would, I that, that is something. Right? No, is that, no, well, that would be considered handy. People someone, pleasing is giving no, a motherfucker no, 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 a no, ride somewhere. No, no, <laughs> no, that that is considered, no. what you just did was, no. would be handling someone with grace right. as in handling someone in a nice aspect. Well, okay. Just because we're here. Right. Okay. And we, I'll give, I'm going to use myself as sure, an example. Ahead. Yeah. Okay. So as in my job, you know, yes, you know, I work with community partners and I do this and I do that, but just because I'm up here, I'm no better than anyone else. I'm just a human being. And it just happens to be mm -hmm. that I have that ability to be able to serve the community, to help the community. Mm -hmm. And, right, and right. I do what I, I would do and did my job because I loved it. Mm -hmm. Not because I got paid high dollars. Mm -hmm. It's because I allowed myself to get stressed. I uh, allowed uh. all these things to happen because I didn't set boundaries for myself. Mm -hmm. That is shame on me. Right. A job didn't get me to go drink. Right. It is because I chose not to set healthy boundaries because right. I chose not to do certain things in my life to keep me healthy. Right. Because the main thing in life is to make sure that we are okay spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Sure, absolutely. And that is how we are able to have a healthy recovery. Without mm. these, ba without this balance, then there's that word balancing in. Well, of course, yeah. if if one is missing from that equation, mm -hmm. then your recovery is 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 going to be shaky. Right. So you have to have that balance. Mm -hmm. And the problem with me is I stopped having that balance. Mm -hmm. And all of those things by me stop having to have is because of the things that I stopped doing. Which you didn't because mention. What I yeah. You mentioned that you quit going to meetings. You know, and not just and going to meetings, sponsor. not yeah. just going to... Do you Remember, think that balance, no, that, healthy that, that. boundaries is huge for Evie. Mm -hmm. I have to say that that's probably one of the biggest things of me not being able to say no mm -hmm. by me. Keep on giving and giving and Can giving. I ask because you what you weren't saying no to or that. that I wasn't uh, saying no when, you know, one of my board members needed this and, and gave me this. And I wasn't saying no when I already knew that I was at wit's end. You know, those are. So why didn't you just step down? It, exactly. Are you not hearing me? Maybe not. 
That is the reason. No, no, back then. I didn't. I didn't know because I'm 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 great at what I do. I truly love what I do. I understand that, but it's just when you you don't know when because that because you're you're on autopilot. Hmm. You think that in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh my gosh, no, to me. It's a challenge for but me. I remember the more you give me, mm-hmm. the more of a challenge. Well, I thrive off of shit like well, that. Here's the thing. I'm an addict. So were you not contacting your sponsor at the time? And, oh, and, yeah, and I would. Okay. I would, but not as I wasn't being completely honest. Oh, oh now we're now we're getting now see now we're getting to the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. So because I'm gonna tell here's the thing, and here's the part of the recovery part that we have to talk to our sponsor and get and get honest with them about mm-hmm. what's going on in our jobs, right? So then they could say, Hey, well, listen, man, then you need to change fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? You know, and, right? You know, and I did. You know, right. I, I spoke with her vaguely. You know, but when mm-hmm. you love something and what you do affects and gives to a community that there is a need that's so grand, mm-hmm. you know, it's like why not just add a little bit more, Evie? It's mm-hmm. okay because you know what, you're going to be able to help one more person. Mm-hmm. You know. And that is what truly, truly means everything to me. Mm-hmm. It, I stop and I put myself on hold mm-hmm. so that I can, so I can help one more person or just maybe if I can do this and get but more look money. look at the position to, you put yourself to, in though, man. And absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's now, what I, now what, you're, now you're stepping down and who are you going to help now? What do you mean? Well, I mean, myself, now, the position myself yeah. for the very first time, there I'm going to help go. myself. Well, there you go. That's who yeah. I'm going to help there because I'm so busy helping everyone else. Well, guess what? Yeah. If I'm not helping myself, sure, if I'm sure. not good. How in the hell am I supposed to help anyone absolutely. else? Absolutely. So yes, yeah. I'm helping myself and that's know. all that matters. I'm educated. Yeah. You know, I, you know, for educated, educated. Someone <laughs> asked me, actually, someone asked me today, edumacated. you know, aren't you scared? Aren't you scared of what lies ahead? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm really not. You're not. I'm, I'm eager. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It's like, you know what? If I know that I could do this, mm-hmm. you know, and I could do it. I can't even imagine what I can go out and accomplish now uh-huh. because I have, you know, where I work gave me the, the confidence, gave me the ability because I put myself through so many tests to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm great at, at, you know, what I do, but you know what, at the end of the day, I know I'm a great person. I love with all you my are life. right. And I know I'm all that. <laughs> like a so you you are right. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep going. I'm and, sorry. You know, uh-huh. and at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter how anyone perceives me. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how anyone looks. So at what's me. next for Evie from here? What's next? What's what's on your next chapter? I know uh, do you have any plans? Um, I have already been offered a job opportunity uh to go back into nursing. Uh, mm-hmm. a great opportunity, you know. But right now, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to really weigh my options because today I have options. And, you know, and today I get to make that choice. And this time I need to make the choice of saying, you know, the next step that I go and whatever, you know, what's ahead for me, what's going to be healthy for Evie and what's going to still be healthy enough to allow me to still work my recovery. And if that falls in that equation, then wonderful. Have you had any failures and a big failure? Have you had a big failure in your life that you've learned from? Could this be Life. considered it? Could this could this be this, considered this it or isn't no? A failure. No, I mean, oh well, okay. Was there is there any failures? I I, I have questions here. I, I wouldn't I, it, I wouldn't say. Is failure. there a failure in your life that you've learned from? I've had a shitload of failures that I've learned from, but have you had any failures in your life that you've learned? Did, did I read that right, well, Mr. Engineer? It, well, you I know, have. Yes, we have it, thumbs it up. It would truly it would truly decide on it will depend on what someone perceives as a failure. No, I'm asking you because, what you perceive as a failure. You know. Self-discipline is one of the hardest things to do for an average person. Yes. Um, you know, I, I truly think um, as a fail, what did I fail at? At one time, I'm going to say at one time, mm-hmm. do I look, do I see it that way? I felt I had, had failed as a mom mm. when all that happened to my, to my youngest daughter. What have you learned from Um But at the end of the day, I learned that I didn't fail. Mm-hmm. I just, I just took a couple of steps back. I don't think that anything that I've done in my life has, has been a failure. Mm-hmm. I think I've stepped, I've taken steps back. Mm-hmm. I think I have taken a lot of steps back in certain instances, but I also know that, you know, with those steps back, those are all the steps I had to perfect it. Right. So 
failures. I don't think I have no. failed. Okay. I, I think that Good. I That's, have, it, you know. I think that life is, is full of obstacles and, and full of adversities that I think it's, we do the best that we can as human beings mm-hmm. um, to do the best we can. You know, all we can do is be kind to others and treat people wonderful and handle things with grace as best as you can. And for me, that's really difficult because I don't come, my mind is not wired that way. I, I'm, I'm very assertive as one would say, aggressive at nature. I would say I'm extremely passionate. You know what my greatest failure has been is, uh, is uh, not being there for my children when I was using, I learned so much from it. Evie today. I spent, I don't know if you see, um, I don't know if you see me in social media that I spend a shit ton of time with my children. I mean, Dude, but, every but, living but, moment but, I, but, I spend with my children. But Ricky. Yes. Why do you say it was a failure? Man, you know what? My, the, you know, the failure that I made was, to, was the failure that I made in my life was to take a highly addictive drug. Good and damn well as an adult, knowing that it was very highly addictive and it was illegal. So I you, took it, and that was a failure in my party. I mean, so this is something is it for me. a failure, or to would me. you say it was just one of the? It was a the, bad fucking decision. decision. It was a, yeah. I failed. I failed my children. I failed my children as a father. That's a failure, and if I mean that's for me. That's okay. for me. Okay. I, that's the way I look. I failed my children. Was I thinking about them when I took that fucking drug? No, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about them. I wasn't thinking about my wife, my children, my parents. All the shit that I put them through. Man, yeah. I tell you what, I, at that day, I was just thinking time. about right. No, all I did was take that drug, that first one, and I fucking fell in love with it. And then, but you know what I learned from it? This is the question of what I learned from it, man. It's from my, that failure. I learned so much. Today, I live every breathing fucking minute with my children. And then y'all see me. I spend mm-hmm. y'all. I spend so much time with my children. I love them. I talk to them. I, I'm actually there today. I'm actually in in their lives today. And I'm going to tell you something else, man. I carry this. I have this pain in my heart that something almost happened similar to your daughter happened to my daughters. It didn't happen, but I I'm not too sure what exactly happened. But it was while I was incarcerated, and and uh, I came out and we talked about this in the show before that. Um, I couldn't even describe what I feel like doing. Right. Um, but, uh, it's a long story. One day I'll tell you about it, but it's too late. It's gone. It's over today. I, I, I put that through my, through my sponsor. I did some step work and we, uh, we talked about it and I put it. You know, I have forgiven. I have forgiven all that have, that have hurt me. I've come to the realization that all of us are sicker in one shape, form or fashion. Absolutely. And, you know, I honestly don't believe that someone wakes up in the morning and says, you know, this is what I want to do to a child or this is what I want to do or hurt a human being, you know, and all I could do is, is pray Absolutely. And, and hope that, you know, just like for me, you know, uh, addiction is, you know, a son of a bitch. So I can't imagine having an addiction, having, you know, a mental illness, you know, and having no control over that. So, you know, right, right. he is where he needs to be, but I have forgiven because that is the only way. And the truly, the honest part about it, I forgave myself. Right. That's important. You that's know? important. And, and I have forgiven myself and, you know, and that, that's the best way. And that's the only way I can Absolutely. move on. Well, uh, Evie, look, man, God dog it. We went, we went uh, overtime, really? man. Yeah. <laughs> we actually went past time. I am so grateful. Thank you so yeah, much for welcome. accepting my invitation this time. Uh, applause, Mr. Uh, engineer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Evie Rocha, thank you for coming hey, by. Thank you, everybody, Evie, for man, watching. Thank you so much. I really thank you for coming. It was, yes, you have a you. wonderful, wonderful story, man. Thank and you, you. I wish you, my engineer, uh, Raul and I, we uh, we wish you great luck in, in your future. And in, we see great things coming your way, Evie. Thank yes. you for coming on the thank show. You. And as everybody thank knows, you everyone yeah, for watching. thank you for watching. Thank and you. as everybody knows, if you haven't yet, follow us on Facebook. Uh, if you miss us live, you can always always remember to follow us the next day. Uh, uh, the episode is, is available on all podcast uh, platforms. Mr. Engineer is giving us a thumbs up and he's giving us a cut. He says, we've got to go. Uh, uh, we're on overtime. And thank you, everyone, our audience. Thank and you. A- a- Evie, you have a great thank support you. system. Look at all the people that love Anna. you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, oh, man, look at all these people. Man, you uh, bring a you, big everyone. crowd. Thank you so much. You have a lot of people that love you. You're very I do, lucky. I do. I'm very fortunate. Happy have- New Year. Happy New Year. And thank you. Good to see you. We're out. Thank you. Bye, everyone.